Welcome into the Hodges Huddle. We are here for the first podcast of the new year. I'm joined today by Ronald Riggs and Jake Barty. How you doing, boys? I'm doing great. Can't complain. Just hanging in there. <laughs> yeah. First first week so far going good? And it's syllabus week. I'm, it's kind of going how I expected it to. Mm. But. It's all right. Well, today we're going to talk about something a little bit more exciting than this, the syllabus. That's LSU basketball. The Tigers are currently sitting at 8-2 and two overall and are tied for fourth in the SEC at 3-1 and one with their only conference loss coming to Florida, who I hate so much. That really bugs me. They are still currently unranked. All right, boys, I'm going to start with Ronald because you have covered a few games for KLSU. Um, what is your initial thoughts of this team? What have you seen so far that stuck out to you? This team's potential is very high, but they are very, very up and down. Like, it, it's, it's, it could be concerning. Like, for instance, Nickel State, that game, win close. But, I mean, it's Nickel State, so you shouldn't win close to them. Mm-hmm. Texas A&M, next game, you blow them out, which is good. Then game after that against Florida, you lose on the road. Next game against Georgia, which was probably the best game I've seen out of them, offensive-wise. Uh, you win that one in um, overtime, 94-92. That was and, a fun game. And uh, just recently against Ole Miss, that game, I mean, the score shows it was only 14, but it was a lot less close than that. Oh, yeah, no, it it was really uh, a competitive game, but I, I never felt like we were at risk of losing to Ole Miss ever. Jake, so far, your thoughts? Uh I would say overall, I like where the direction is going with this team. I would say there are a lot of uh, upsides to it, but I think we'll get into it a little bit later. There's a few like Achilles heels, particularly in defense. Oh, we'll get to that. Uh, you yeah, worry. we'll most definitely get to that. But one <laughs> key thing that I've noticed, just even looking at like our schedule and what we've been doing so far, the only two games that we've lost this season were by four points each, mm-hmm. and which tells me that, I mean, those games were close and... You know, if the last two minutes could have gone differently, then maybe we would have won them. But, I mean, the same can be said for any close victory. But the fact that we're both blowing teams out and, like, grinding really hard victories tells me that this team is actually pretty well coached. And while that was not in question, it it tells me that this team is pretty with each other, which is very good. Mm-hmm. Watching this team so far, though, so one one particular player has really stood out. And it was from a guy that I expected a lot from, but not quite this much, and that's Cam Thomas, who, I'll, I'll ask it right now, is Cam Thomas the best freshman in the nation? Yes. Jake? I think he definitely has a case for it. I think he's the best offensive freshman for sure. I mean, at times his defense is spotty, um, but when it comes to offense, he's unguardable. He's absolutely monstrous. He's averaging 22.3 points per game, which is tops in the SEC. Um were were you both of you surprised by his production at all, or did you kind of expect this out of him? I honestly was a bit surprised. Like, seeing him in person do what he did, like, seeing it firsthand, it did catch me off guard. When, like, I just saw him, like, light it up from three. And, like, the most surprising thing about it was, and Will Wade said this himself, his mid-range is, like, he's more worried when he takes his mid-range than his deep threes because his deep threes seem to go in more than the mid-ranges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Jake? I would say... I don't know. I didn't really have a particular expectation for Cam Thomas because if, I mean, his play style from what I've seen is pretty strictly like a three-way scorer, you know, shooting from mid-range, shooting from beyond the arc. And I always have a question mark over players like that if that is their sole strength of the game. 
is that doesn't always translate to the higher levels once you go from high school to college and even to the NBA. So, I mean, I'm very happy to see that, you know, Cameron Thomas is lighting, lighting teams up right now, and I hope it can stay that way, but I really didn't expect this out of him. Yeah, he's probably, I mean, if you're not going to say he's the best freshman, he's, he's definitely the most exciting. Um, a player like, to me, is Allen Iverson. Iverson, he's probably not the best player at his position ever. But man, he he put up some highlights, and I would just lo- I would just go up and look uh, on YouTube highlights of Allen Iverson. I'm doing the same thing with Cam Thomas basically every week. It's not a one man show out there though. We have a sophomore Trenton Watford with uh, who is sixth in the SEC with scoring at 17.8 points per game, and Javante Smarth who is ninth. So that's three top ten guys in the SEC uh, in scoring for LSU, and these they're both. Uh, this team is also top two in their percentage, uh, shooting percentage in the SEC. So, obviously, their offense is kind of the strength of this team. Um, how, how far do you think that offense can really take them? Um, I actually think definitely a deep SEC playoff run, and after that, that would obviously be a tournament bid. And, like, the LSU team, like, their offense really is um, set up really good. You got Trenton Wofford, the leader of the team, then you got a player who I was really looking forward to them getting back, Javante Smart. Mm-hmm. Then there's, of course, Cam Thomas doing what he's doing, and then there's a double-double machine in Darius Days. Of course. Who's actually third in SEC in rebounding this year, which I think I think is kind of a weak, not, not really a weakness, but kind of mediocre for this offense. Their rebounding isn't very great. Um, but he gives you a good, I think it's eight rebounds a game from him. So... Uh, he's showing signs. I would like them to pick up the production with these uh, rebounds a little bit more and learn to box out a little bit better. You said Darius Days was third in SEC for rebounds? I believe so, yeah. If you're third with 8.1 rebounds a game, then I feel like that says more about like the conference itself rather than yeah. the team. <laughs> this is an offensive conference. Yeah. I unless mean, you're, hey, ten- it's unless to you're Tennessee. Hey, it's fun to watch. I'll give them that. Yeah. Um, to bounce off what Ronald was saying, I do think that, I mean – they have potential to go very far. Um, I pretty much agree with everything you said. Um, they have four players right now averaging over 13 points. Um, I really like what Trenton Wofford's been doing. He's averaging, like you said, 17.8, but he still has just about seven rebounds, four assists, a steal a game, and he's averaging 52.5 from the field, 45% from three, mm-hmm. and, I mean, 72 from the free throw line. But, I mean, that's pretty efficient from open play i must say i really like his game yeah coming into this season looking at this offense i had a feeling it was going to be one of the best in the country and that's clearly shown so far um i didn't expect it to be quite this good though where they they are basically winning games solely on their offense not their defense at all and while it's fun to watch it's also very stressful to watch sometimes and it gets me very very frustrated so coming into this year overall, what were your expectations for this team? We kind of talked about that a little, but did you see them as one of the best teams in college college basketball, or did you see them not even making the, the March Madness tournament? The thing with LSU basketball is really tricky because last year they started off really, really hot, but towards the end like they kind of fizzled out a little bit. But, I mean, they were getting the tournament bid before Corona happened. Yeah. But – for this season um, upcoming, I didn't really have that many high expectations. I mean, Will Wade, he definitely turned around the uh, culture of the program, so I knew they were going to be good in some way. Mm-hmm. Jake? Uh, I would say I had higher expectations than uh, 
I previously had because the fact that we got Trenton Watford back, Javante Smart, uh, Darius Day's making really good improvements. Like I, I rate all of them pretty well as LSU men's basketball players. And, you know, as someone who's kind of new to watching or I guess understanding college basketball is you can look good on against like any other team, but once you play against like the big boys, you might realize, oh, there really is a cap to the level of talent on this team. And when I realized that most of our key players were staying, that only led me to believe that they would improve chemistry-wise, both play on the court, relationships off the court, and then, I mean, the addition of Cameron Thomas that just adds volume scoring. So, I mean, I wasn't expecting to do this, but I think they're doing a lot better than we I perceived, at least. Coming into the season, I looked over this roster and I said, this is probably the most talented team LSU's had in a while. Um, I thought it was one of the most talented teams in college basketball. Problem is, talent doesn't always get you far, so I was a little worried about that. But I do think they've kind of shattered where I expected them to be because they're a pretty raw team sometimes. They make a lot of mental errors, and they have been cleaning that up the past couple games. I think Ole Miss, they, they cleaned up some of their most annoying mental mistakes a little better than they have recently. Now, their offense, obviously, very great. One of the best in the country. Their defense, that's 175th in the country. Um, We've alluded to it throughout this show. Uh, The only positive I can say about it is they are first in the SEC in steals with nine and a half a game. Besides that, not great. So what are your thoughts on the defense so far, guys? Uh, The defense, okay, so from what I've seen in all the games – they start off really, really decent at defense in the first half. And then final two minutes of the first half, there's always this breakdown that carries over into the second half, and it becomes a problem. Georgia game is the perfect example of that. As LSU's up, I think it's 38-31, two minutes left in the first half, then out of nowhere scores 42-40 going into the half. And then in the second half, um, Georgia went on a, a 10-0 run. They're up 68-58. And Will Wade has to call a timeout, which that was probably the turning point of the game right mm-hmm. there for Yeah. Would you say, uh, Ronald, would you say that, I guess, the defensive uh, errors have been on the players specifically, just their skill sets, or do you think that's the system that Will Wade gave them? Um, Man, Jake, you took my little <laughs> next question. <laughs> Go ahead, Ronald. Probably would have to be a little bit on the players probably learning the scheme because you got to remember a lot of these guys are like young and stuff and they're still like getting the notice systems too. So yeah, I'm just curious. Um, I mean, because obviously like our backcourt isn't exactly riddled with um, top tier defenders. Like we said, Cam Thomas is a pretty uh, big offensive threat, threat, but he's pretty one way right now, which. I don't know. Do you think that'll develop over time, or do you think he's just going to stick to his guns? Well, oh, it's definitely going to develop. It has to. What about you, Nathan? <sighs> I it, I think it will. Um, I think another big issue with it, though, is the, these players get complacent, and they get lazy. Um, like Ronald said, they start off strong, and then they'll just break down. And I think it's just those players getting lazy, like, oh, we're we're in the lead by 10 points or whatever. We have nothing to worry about. They shoot a couple of threes, now you're only up by one. Um, and that has to change. Um, Will Wade's a great coach. 
I know he can instill this in these young guys. Um, it's just a matter of want to. And also, these are young guys. They're going to know the scheme a little bit more over time, hopefully. We can hope. Um, and I, I do think they'll improve, um, although I, I worry sometimes. Is this team the Washington Wizards? <laughs> 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 because the Washington Wizards, you have Bradley Beal putting up 50 a game, 40 a game, and they lose every time because they just cannot play defense. And I think if you can't play defense, you're not going to win much. So they really have to tighten down the uh, hatches and fix those issues. Yeah, like you mentioned earlier, you said uh, it felt like we were basically just outscoring our opponents, and that is obviously a very dangerous way to play because eventually someone's going to miss that crucial shot, and then questions are going to be asked, blame could be passed around. I mean, I don't know any of these players personally, but you know, I hope the mentality in the locker room is very like win like at any cost, like, I don't know. I'm curious to see what like the mentality in the locker room is because, I mean, they're eight and two right now. They're riding high. They're doing good for an LSU basketball team. I would hope that if I'm the coach, like this is the time specifically where you can't slip up Mm -hmm. and I don't think they will, but you know, never say never. We had last season. Um, I just hope that the people that have stayed, uh, in this off season are now making a huge difference in our team. I hope they come with, uh, I guess an extra air of wisdom and I don't know, just keep the team mentality and the present and not worry about like, you know, stuff that doesn't matter off the court. It seems to me so far this season that Tennessee is the top dog in the SEC and any SEC championship is kind of going to run through them. How well do you think they match up with Tennessee? And I, if I remember correctly, Tennessee's the second best defense in the country. They are really good defensively, and they can score. So how, do, how well do you think this team can play against such a good defensive and sound team? Right now, if this LSU team played against Tennessee, I don't really like our chances. Like right now. As the season uh, goes along, maybe I'll feel better about it, but right now, no. Yeah, I tend to agree. If And to be fair... You mentioned it before we started this podcast, but there's not, there's no real measuring stick so far this season. There's no way to know if this is all just a fluke offensively or, or they actually are this good offensively because they haven't played a lot of great teams. Um, you know, Arkansas is a solid team. Uh, they're the best offensive team in the, in, or the second best offensive team, I believe, in the SEC. So this is going to be a fun little shootout. Um, what do you, if if we can hold Arkansas to a low, lower point total, um, will that allow you to kind of believe in our defense and maybe it is just lazy when they're playing a good team, they're going to strap on their boots and go out there and give a good performance? I will feel much better if they um, show a better defensive performance against Arkansas because I consider Arkansas not up there with Tennessee, but, you know, one of the good SEC teams. 100%. Which is weird because they lost a lot of good players this offseason, so I was kind of shocked to see them, and good offensive players too. It was kind of shocking to see just how good they still are offensively, and it's not like Arkansas is some top recruiting destination, so they've just been well-coached and a well-run team this year so far. 
As for any other teams in the SEC, is there anybody that you worry about besides Tennessee? We already lost to Florida, which is the only loss, and I will always hate that because I hate Florida so much. Is there any other team that you worry about? Uh, let's see. I mean, like I said, it's a little bit too early to tell, but I'll probably try and keep an eye on that Bama. Yeah, Bama, Bama defeated uh, Tennessee. They're the only loss I think Tennessee has on the year is against Bama. They're 4-0 in the conference and 9-3 yeah. overall right now. Yeah, Bama is uh, not really a, a team you expect to be very good at basketball usually because Bama is basically just a football school, a little bit of softball, and then nothing else. Um, but these past couple years, they've been getting better and better. You saw you know, Kyra Lewis go in the first round this year um, to the Pelicans, go Pels. Um, Pels could actually loan them a little bit of defense right now. That would be wonderful because that's the only thing the Pels have been doing right <laughs> recently. So, with the offensive success of this team, but the defensive lack of ability sometimes, um, I still find myself believing that they have a chance to really to be the first team in, in LSU history to go all the way. It always has baffled me that there hasn't been a team do it when you have guys like Pete Maravich and Shaquille O'Neal and you know Ben Simmons was here, quote-unquote, but I, I like to forget he was yeah, here sometimes. There's an asterisk on that. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't here. No, he was never here. But at the same time, I could really see this team just falling apart um, because of their just defensive woes. Would it surprise you if they were in a Final Four this year? Yes, very much so. Hmm. I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised too. But I, I look over this roster, and I really do think it's a better roster than a couple years ago when we went Sweet 16, I believe, right? Yeah. So... I th- and I think it's a significantly better roster overall, in my opinion. I mean, what was that? You had Naz Reed and, and, and Trey Waters. Um, Bigby Williams. Oh, I forgot. You know, I forgot about Bigby <laughs> Williams. Yeah. <laughs> it would surprise me. But at the same time, I could see it. it, it, is it hard? It's kind of hard to explain, but I really do see a possibility for this team to just make a run. Um, if you can outscore everyone, you're going to win, right? As long as you score 101 and only allow 100, you win. And that's that's probably how I could see them winning games. Um, any final thoughts on this team overall? I want to highlight real quick mm-hmm. uh, Imwani Wilkinson. Mm-hmm. His name? Yeah. Um, he's a player that doesn't really show it on the stat sheet or the box score, but Will Wade thinks very highly of him. If I'm not mistaken, he's a freshman. And from what I've gathered, he's does the dirty work really well like transitional play and Mm -hmm. like kind of linking the team together and he's only I mean this is first year and he seems to be he's getting the fifth most minutes on the team and he's not even like a prolific scorer yeah anything like that and I think having players like that is imperative if you want to succeed guys who work their butt off exactly not to not to tie everything back to the pelicans but a josh hart-esque person yeah someone who you know you're not going to count on him for offense but he'll make the occasional three but really he's out there to rebound and defend and do all the the little things right yeah i think most of all like as you're saying like making it to sweet 16 or even the final four you know those top four guys like they're gonna score yeah i mean as long as they do that they're fine but i think what's really gonna propel them into something bigger than what we're even perceiving them as right now is Imwani's development I think if he manages to step up his play mid-season or even going into 
towards the end of the season where you're pushing for those bids and stuff, I think that'll give the team a real, like, air of these guys could do it. I think it rests not solely on his shoulders, but I think he's someone that not enough people that I've talked to at least give him credit for. Mm-hmm. Ronald, anything you want to add? Uh, Not really. I'm just really, like, excited to see how the rest of the season plays out. Oh, you know, no matter what, this team will be exciting. One more thing I do want to add because I accidentally skipped over it, but uh, this team is one of the best free-throw shooting teams in the country. It's the best team in the SEC, if I remember correctly, and um, that's how you win close games is with your free-throws. Um, Pelicans, again. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, that's a, something that's kind of underrated about them that I think could really help them go far in the future. Well... That's it for today. Um, For Nathan Long, for Jake Bartee, for Ronald Riggs, this has been the Hodges Huddle.